Hi, thanks for listening to C3 Hobart Online. If this message impacts you in any way, please don't hesitate to contact us. Thanks for listening. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, Lord. We worship you for who you are, Lord. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Father, we lift your name high, Lord, at this moment in Jesus' name. We love you, God, because you first loved us, oh God. We thank you, Jesus, for your presence, oh God, in this house. In the name of Jesus, we bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, worship. May God bless you. We thank God for our pastors, Sean and Mirella, who are not in our midst, and we send our love to them in the name of Jesus. We also thank God for the pastors uh, who are around, uh, Pastor Steve and family, uh, Pastor Janet and family, and we thank God for our pastor from Huonville, who is here. Amen. We love you. <laughs> Um, we thank God for the church that gave us gifts last week. Um, we all got Bibles, if you were here, uh, for free. And we want to thank God for uh, the series that we are in, Trash Your Bibles, as explained before. I am here this morning. Uh, this message, I believe, is to stir up our appetite for reading the Word of God. Uh, I believe this is a decade of game changers. People who are sick and tired of being sick and tired of their spiritual condition. So it's a decade for people who are hungry for God. People who are ready to dig deep into reading the, uh, the word of God and studying it, understanding it, living it, and sharing it. Amen. We are going to read from the book of Romans chapter 5. And Romans chapter 5 is a letter that was written by Paul to the Roman Christians. It's about God who treats people, all people alike, whether Jew or Gentile. It's about justification by faith. And we want to read chapter 5, um, verses 6 to 8. It is, if you have got your TYB Bible... It is on page 1234. It's easy. 1234. 1234. And we are there. <laughs> Romans is the sixth book in the New Testament. Uh, I'm sure we are there. I'm going to read uh, verses 6 to 8. It says, You see, it's just the right time when we were still powerless. Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a Christian person, for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. Verse 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I will read again verse 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were Still sinners, Christ died for us. So, verse 8 is talking about God's love for us. 
I love my Bible. I love my TYB. As I said, um, we were given these Bibles. Maybe this is the Bible that you have now, or it's an addition to the Bibles that you have. We are going to trash our Bibles this decade, this year, this season, this month, in the name of Jesus. So this Bible is life to me. It has got everything that I need for life and godliness. But I'm going to talk about this Bible as a love letter. It is a love letter from God to us. God expresses his love to us in all 66 books of this book, of this Bible. 66 books, 39 in the Old Testament and 27 in the New Testament. And love is the central message of this Bible, where God reveals his heart, how he values us, how he loves us, how he is committed to us, and how he expects the same commitment from us. Same commitment from us. What is this? He wants us to love him. He says in John 14, verse 15, if you love me, keep my commands. Commands. Oh, Luke 10, verse 27, it says, love the Lord your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, we need to love him back because he loved us. He demonstrated his love to us by giving us Jesus who died for us at the cross. Hallelujah. So many years ago, Innocent, who is my husband, and I fell in love. Uh, the first thing that I wanted to know was to know all I could about him, how much he loves me, how much he is committed to me, how much I mean to him, his friends, his family, his favorite food. Oh, his favorite food. Jesus says the will, to do the will of the Father is my food. I wanted to know his favorite food and his interests. Amen. So, innocent being at uni those days, he would go for work placements to some far places for a month or two. So, writing letters, love letters, was the most effective way of communication those days. And receiving a love letter addressed it to me. And opening it was a delight. You know, when you receive a love letter, I think some of you, you identify. You don't just receive it and just put it there, you know, to collect the dust. Whereas, as soon as it comes, you want to see what's written inside, so you open it. This love letter, I said I'm talking about the Bible as a love letter. You don't get it. You didn't receive it last week to put it on your table, to just leave it collecting dust. You open it to see what is in there. What is God saying? Oh, he loves me. So what is he saying? You really want to know the words that are written. So I, I would receive my letter, open it, and read it. I would close myself in my bedroom, making time with me and my letter to really hear what Innocent is saying. I didn't want any disturbance. So as with the word, you need to make time with it Make time, you know, with God. Once you get in the word, you're making time with your father. God, amen. So I would go in my bedroom, open it, 
read it over and over and over again. You know, like I'm not understanding. I was understanding, but I wanted to really make sure, is it me? You know, is he talking about me? You know, it melted my heart. It really did. It melted my heart. You know, reading the expression of his true love, you know, for me, God expresses his love to us in this Bible. We need to read it and discover what God says to us. Amen. He says in the book of Jeremiah 31 verse 3, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. His love never ends. His, never, his love never ends. It, it, it endures forever. Amen. So this letter, reading it, I would visualize him like I'm seeing him, but I'm reading the words. But I, it's like I'm seeing him. And it gave me a yearning actually to see him because he was not around. But with this word, when you go in there, you visualize him and he is there because these are the very words of God. This is God. So he's not far away. When you are reading it, you are reading him. He is around. Amen. So as I said, I, I would read the Bible over and over and over again. God wants us to read this love letter over and over again, reminding ourselves of his love, reminding ourselves you know, of what he did for us from Genesis to Revelation, meditating on it, thinking, you know, like digesting, the readers digest, reading, I mean, really thinking, you know, of what he said. Because Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night so that you may do everything written in it and you will prosper. It benefits us. Amen. My mom would send me to our local shops to do some shoppings. Um, I would put my letter in my pocket, uh, going to the local shops. But I would, you know, like, stop somewhere because my mind was just overwhelmed, flooded with what was written in the letter. I would take my letter from my pocket, open it, read it so people who are passing by when they are looking at me they think i'm just reading the grocery list and yet i'm reminding myself of the love that is in this letter <laughs> so this bible you can read it anyway you can open it anyway you can read it anyway amen and the more i read the letter the more attracted i became to him i mean the more attracted he was to me actually and the more we read <laughs> the more you read this love letter the closer to him you become you will know him better you will know his ways what he says about you we are talking about the love of God that is in this Bible the main aim is, is for us to have the appetite to read our Bibles always amen this is life hallelujah and the letter made me smile Laugh, <laughs> I'm really laughed. And sometimes cry, you know. This Bible, it makes you cry. It makes you laugh. It, it makes you smile. It is everything. It is life. It is love. <laughs> Hallelujah. At times, it kept me awake at night. 
<laughs> Just thinking of what he has written, and I'm thinking about him. And sometimes thinking, oh, when are we going to have our wedding? When are we going to marry? Only because of this letter. God wants to be with us in heaven. He, he's preparing us for glory. Amen. We need to read the, the letter. Amen. As I read this letter, I loved everything about it. Actually, I loved it even with the envelope. This env just looking at the envelope, this red envelope, I loved it. The stamp, the name that is written there is mine and my address. And then opening it and looking at the letter, I loved his handwriting. I loved even the signature, even his address where he was living, you know. I just loved everything. <laughs> As we come to this love letter, you, you, you will discover that there are chapters that is measurements. You know, the whole chapter with measurements, the whole chapter with names, this beget who and this beget so and so. <laughs> Some they say they are boring. They are not boring. This is the word of God. It's inspired. It's God breathed. Amen. It's there for a purpose. And actually, I learned that the geologies, I mean, if you read geologies, genealogies, sorry, it points us to Jesus, the son of David. You read the story where it's coming from, and you will see that this is pointing us to the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the son of David. Amen. So we need to love this word as it is and read it as it is. If we don't understand when we are reading, just look for a body to read with, or just look for somebody who has better understanding and ask, you know, what you don't understand about the Bible. Amen. Coming back to my letter, I said I loved everything. It always ended up with a happy, romantic ending. You are mine, and I am yours. I love you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It melted my heart. You are mine, and I am yours. Do you know I never really feel like I'm lovable? I, 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 looking at myself on a mirror, I, I didn't think they, there's somebody there, you know, who can be crazy about me, love me. And then I'm hearing him saying, you are mine, I am yours, I love you. God loves us. He demonstrated his love for us in this book. He gave us his son, Jesus, to die for us on the... His all, he gave us his all, his all, his only begotten son to die for us on the cross. He loves us, amen. Now reading the Bible, the love letter, not this one. It helps us, you know, to understand the extent of God's love. That to be lovable, we don't have to measure up to some standards. He loves us as we are, just as you are. Amen. His love is unconditional. He chose us before, you know, the foundation of the world. While we were still sinners, he died for us. So to love us till the end, Jesus died for us and he still loves us. Amen. His love endures forever and it never ends. His perfect love goes to any length to save and to any height to reach. He says in the book of Isaiah 54 verse 10, Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed. 
Just see the extent of his love. He loves us. Point number two, you will discover how committed he is to us. His commitment is shown in action. Amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him will not perish but have eternal life. So God so loved us. He so loved us that he gave us his begotten son, his only begotten son. Why? That our souls be saved. That we, the bride, be like him as we prepare for the bridegroom for glory. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ, who is divinity, you know, he did not lose his divinity for lowering himself, you know, wearing humanity. But he became what we are so that we are who he is. Amen. Not only his commitment, but we will learn about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who teaches us all things and guides us into all the truth. Truth. What is truth? Truth is the word of God. The word of God. Then you will know. The Bible says in John chapter 8 verse 32. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. If you read this love letter, this Bible, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth is Jesus. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the truth. Amen. Let's read our Bibles and we will know the truth that will set us free. He also gave us his written word, the Bible, this love letter. And when we read it, we get information. When we study it, we get information, we get revelation. And together, we are transformed to be like him. Amen. To be more and more like him. So it gives us, we'll end up being transformed, being changed. To be more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image according to 2 Corinthians 3 verse 8. Amen. So I love this love letter because it is God-breathed, useful for teaching, useful for rebuking, because God disciplines those he loves according to Hebrews 12 verse 6. It is useful for correcting and it is useful for training us in righteousness that we may be equipped for every good work. Hallelujah. That's 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. I love this love letter because it is powerful that it reveals our God who loves us and who desires an intimate relationship with us. It is the transforming power. Hallelujah. I love this love letter because it is alive and active, cutting into our hearts, revealing to us who we really are, you know, our true condition. Hebrews 12, verse 4. And I love this love letter because it makes the simple wise. Oh, I think I qualified there. Because Acts 4, verse 13, it tells me that when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and discovered that they were uneducated and ordinary men, they were amazed and realized that they had been with Jesus. Oh, if you are an ordinary person like me, you qualify there. We all qualify there. You don't need to know Hebrew. You don't need to know Greek to read the Bible. You don't need to be rich. You don't need, you know, to be learned to read this Bible. All of us, we can read it and discover what God wants or God, uh, uh, in our lives, you know. And finally, you will learn about his personality. You will know. 
you'll know God himself, you'll know the son, his son Jesus Christ, you'll know the Holy Spirit, the triune God, or Trinity, one God in three divine persons. You'll know that he is an unchanging God, the same yesterday, today, and forever, that he loved you before you were in your mother's womb, and that he loves you now and forever. You will know that he is faithful. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And you love what he loves and hate what he hates. His purpose becomes your purpose and you will become more like him. God loves righteousness and he hates sin. He says, be holy for I am holy. And he loves people. You will love me too. Amen. So we need to read not this letter. We need to read this letter, this love letter, the Bible, amen, believe in it. And it will not only make us happy, make us smile, laugh, or cry, but it will definitely transform us. You grow in knowing him, his personality, his love, and his commitment in the name of Jesus. Amen. May God bless his word this morning. Maybe you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe you are here, you have never been touched, but you don't feel, you know, like God loves you. But after hearing this word, you want to taste the love of God. You want to receive this Jesus, the main character of this Bible, the one who loved us, who died on the cross because of us. If you are here, you want to receive Jesus as your personal Savior, can you just show me by raising your hand whilst our eyes are closed? Can you just show me by raising your hand in the name of Jesus? Can you just show me by raising your hand? Maybe you are here, you just need prayer as well. Just show me by raising your hand in the name of Jesus. And the pastoral team will come and pray for you. Father, we just want to thank you this morning for your word. We just want to thank you, Lord, for loving us. We want to thank you, Lord, for the work of the cross, Lord. Father, it was all because of your love for us, Jesus. We just want to pray, Father, that you may help us to love you, Lord, to love you more. To love you, Lord, even by reading the word, knowing what you say to us, Father, what, and what you say to us in this word, in Jesus' mighty name. We want to thank you, Lord, for today, in Jesus' name, amen. Hi, thanks for listening to C3 Hobart Online. We hope you've enjoyed this message. If you'd like to know more, you can find us at c3hobart.org.au.